The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday featuring Andrew Brandt, the longtime Green Bay Packers executive. Perfect timing, by the way. There's a lot going on on the business side of the National Football League, which is his expertise. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. I think you know that already. Five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts, college draft, even money, fantasy feast, all already posted for this week, including both fantasy feast episodes. And we'll get into it momentarily. Anytime Andrew Brandt talks to Joe Banner on the Business of Sports podcast, you must listen. I think Joe Branner is one of the smartest guys in the NFL over the last 30 years. So Andrew will tell us about that momentarily. I just want to make sure you know you still have two more days to be the spread the word winner, either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Just engage in any way, Maverick. Engage, Maverick. Engage. If you don't know that's from the movie Top Gun, go ahead and watch Top Gun over the holidays. Sponsor confirmation email winner. So many awesome sponsors this week. Simply Safe, I'll tell you about tomorrow. They're all make for great holiday gifts or just things you need for your life. Take advantage of them. Send it to me, please. Ross at RossTucker.com. You can ask me any question you want. And we're not getting a ton of sponsor confirmation emails these days, so you get a great chance to be the winner. Get a signed picture. I got some awesome press passes left over. Let me know. YouTube shout out. Gary McGurk just had me do a cameo-style shout-out for him yesterday. One of the listeners, he's a tuckhead as well, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Let me know. All you have to do is comment. Subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash NFL. Comment. I can see when it's someone new. You had a great chance to be the winner, and I'll give you a cameo-style shout. It's like a free $25.99, I think. It's awesome. Almost as awesome as Andrew Brandt. You know, it's funny, Andrew, because yesterday I was thinking, I don't know. We don't have as much stuff for Andrew as we normally do. And then Dwayne Haskins had his issue after the game. 
Josh Gordon has his issue, and the NFL has a new coaching interview policy starting today. So there's a lot to get to. He is Andrew Brandt, at Andrew Brandt on Twitter. He is the host of the Business of Sports podcast. Check out his column at the MMQB about the Eagles and Carson Wentz, among others. It is excellent. And when we first connected, he was listening to jazz music. I know you're Zen, Andrew. I I get the Zen thing. I get the tea thing. I got to tell you, I've never understood jazz music at all. Like, is that something you listen to every morning? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, listen, I can't listen to music with words while I'm working, while I'm getting up, you know, kind of getting the day going. I know some people can turn on whatever their favorite songs, but uh, and even rock music or pop music, I just can't. So my, I am a music aficionado. I play piano. I'm all into music, uh, but I gotta ease through the day, Ross. So start out slow <laughs> with some background, and then maybe uh, you know later in the afternoon, I'm rocking some Pearl Jam or something. So. All the many layers, the onion that Andrew Brand is, uh, you're starting to find out here. And I got my namaste cup today. It just worked out. Uh, nice. Look at that bad boy. The big mug is here. So you got the big show. I got the big mug. <laughs> so, Andrew, I don't like having any background noise. Like, I don't have the TV on. I don't mm. have music on. When I'm working, I'm working. I mean, I, I can do it. And it's not like I don't mind it. I just, I prefer quiet. I prefer quiet when I'm working. I don't want anything to distract me. So, um, you know, if I'm watching a game at night, I'll be working. Yeah. You know, I'll have my computer on me taking notes while I'm watching the game. But I don't, I don't turn music on. I I will say this. I've never understood jazz music. My parents liked it. I I, I don't get it. Yeah, I like it because, um, You know, I'm always impressed by musicians, especially piano players, just something about them. It's kind of, uh, you know, my fanboy would not be meeting an athlete, you know, probably it would be meeting like, I don't know, Herbie Hancock or whoever the great pianists are in jazz, um, even classical. You know, I just think it's an amazing skill. Uh, I'm a piano player. My son who is the background music producer for the business of sports podcast uh, is a music producer in LA and his talent is so far behind beyond me. So it's always been part of my life and I'm glad to share it with my boys. Wow. You really are a Renaissance man, a piano playing, tea drinking, jazz listening. (laughs) What were you eating right before you came on? What were you eating? Now I'm curious. Yeah. Ezekiel bread. We should get them as a sponsor. (laughs) It's a whole grain bread that I like. Uh, you can find it at any health food store. Um, it's, um, you know, this is another little perk of mine. I, I'm not, I, I've tried the intermittent fasting, Ross, and I can't really do that, you know, even though I'm all into health and I know what benefits of it, only eating an eight hour period. But I got to have something in the morning before I work out. Um, so I'm kind of the, the moderated intermittent fasting where I really only eat from like 12 to 8, but I will have something in the morning, like a piece of bread, a banana. I just don't know how people can go all morning without eating. Uh, just got to get something in the stomach. 
Yeah, you know, I was doing that for a while. I think I might go back to that. I kind of yeah. got away from it. I didn't, I mean, I noticed the benefit initially, but then it like, it didn't do anything after that. And I don't see any difference between me now, which is like, I'll have something at 8.30, noon, 5.15, and then I'm done. I, I don't really notice much of a difference. Um, I you do notice- 5.15 dinner? What are you, 90 years old? What are you doing? 5.15? <laughs> Yeah, well, I go to bed pretty early, number one. Yeah. And number two, um, just the way it works out logistically with my wife and when I take over for the kids. And yeah, I mean, when I have lunch at noon, I'm hungry at five. You know, I'm, I'm hungry. But if I go to bed by 9.30, I can usually go to bed before I need to eat, eat again. You know what I mean? Like if I eat at 5.15, I eat something pretty... Like I'll have like a big salad or something. I can usually fall asleep at 930 without having to eat again. So like that's kind of my, I get a big fasting window in there then. I guess 530 to 830, however many of that hours that is. Anyway, let's start with, I'll start with this new coaching interview policy. I thought this was strange. Came down last night that you can start interviewing coaches for head coaching position starting today. I mean, came down last night. You can interview starting today. I, You know, that's not very much like the NFL to all of a sudden do that. No, it's not, Ross. I mean, look at – you're talking about a change that people have been advocating for years and no notice, as you said. Uh, so what I'm saying is this is all about COVID. Look at all the changes this year. And I think you and I should talk about after the year what should stay, because uh, there's a lot that should stay, including this. So we're in a Zoom world. I think the NFL admirably realizes that and says, okay, go ahead. Uh, you know, there's no travel. There's no time consumption of travel. Uh, there's no getting to know each other over long meals and staying over hotels. So Kudos to them doing that. And as we say, all these COVID rules are now, you know, maybe for the better. Uh, we realize we don't need all the formality. So good on the NFL. And now, you know, we don't have to have this rush after the season. It can happen right away. What I like about it, Andrew, is if you're a team that's going to be in the playoffs, you might prefer to have your guy do it week 17 or even week 16 or whatever may probably probably late in the week week 17 maybe so that they're not worrying about it and doing it during the playoffs right i think the timing is going to be perfect for teams that are looking we always we're already hearing as you know about gm interviews for all these teams the lions the jaguars the texans um and now it's time for coaching interviews so why not you know <laughs> We are uh, we're in a new world, and a lot of these changes, frankly, make a lot of sense. I think it's also one of the reasons why you mentioned this, Andrew. I think it's one of the reasons why the Carolina Panthers fired Marty Herney with two games left. I think, this is my interpretation, Andrew, I think they saw the Lions interviewing people, the Falcons interviewing people, the Jaguars, and thought, well, if we know we're making a change, we're falling behind, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, we've seen this before where changes happen late in the season and you kind of wonder, 
you know, why didn't they just wait? And the reason has to be, as you said, let's get a jump. You know, this is a highly competitive business. And, you know, Marty Herney has been a fixture in the NFL for a long time. And that one, Ross, didn't surprise me because you have new ownership, new coach, new system, new everything in Carolina. And yet they sort of went to the past with Marty Herney. So I think they're going to be very forward thinking, heavily analytic side on the GM. Uh, it seems to be this guy, David Tepper, is really kind of making a, a new bold vision for the Carolina Panthers signing Eric Reed, bringing in Matt Rule. Uh, here we go. So we'll see what happens. But Carolina did not surprise me. It was, frankly, that Marty lasted so long was a bit of a surprise. Um, I know you had tweeted about this at Andrew Brandt, Pro Bowl week. Now, there, there won't actually be a Pro Bowl game this year. But Pro Bowl week, they were at least announced who the Pro Bowl guys are. And, you know, I mean – it's something that comes out every year. People talk about it's still something that the players want to have. You had an awesome tweet, though, about it that I wanted you to expound upon here on the show. Yeah, Pro Bowl is always a source of discussion and negotiations, and everybody's got their retort. You know, I've been on both sides, as you know, agent and team. And everybody in fans and media talk about popularity contests, Pro Bowl snubs talk about popularity contest and people would be interested to know that yes that happens in negotiations too because pro bowl is such a good uh, uh, an important thing so if you're negotiating for a player you obviously are going to pick into pro bowls because the highest paid guys usually got the pro bowl so you want to compare to those guys and if you get one look at you you're going to make the top tier so the team often retorts hey you know, that's a popularity contest. Now, if you're a team <laughs> and you say your player didn't make the Pro Bowl, so he can't be compared to these guys. And then the agent's response is, hey, that's a popularity contest. So you see how negotiations work. You can use language like that, whatever situation you're in. And you're going to see that all the time in negotiations where what about Pro Bowl? And a team may say he didn't make it. Player says, well, you know, look at so-and-so makes it every year. <laughs> and he's, he's got better stats. So that's what happens in negotiations. So, Andrew, a guy that has made a Pro Bowl before, Josh Gordon, was thought to be eligible to play these last two games. Evidently, based on multiple reports, he has not fulfilled the conditional reinstatement requirements. He's had a bit of a... Uh, I think someone, maybe Tom Pelissero, said he's had an incident or a relapse. Um, it's interesting because on the one hand, I've seen people say, why does the NFL care what these guys do in their personal time? On the other hand, I, I guess I kind of wonder, it, is there something else they should be doing to help this young man other than trying to get him back on the football field? Because it's He's clearly got major, major issues. And I don't know, it doesn't seem like the football part of it really is helping him. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, my son's in Dallas at SMU, and I was down there and talking to a guy that was just at Lifetime Fitness down there. And he's go, oh, yeah, we saw Josh Gordon in there. 
I'm like, Josh Gordon? Yeah, he's working out lifetime fitness. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, it just surprises you because you think of these guys when they're not with teams, like, you know, being some secluded workout, but he was just in there like everyone else. I'm not sure what to say about this. Um, you know, we've talked in years, years about this guy with problems and now a relapse just as the news broke that he's coming back to the Seahawks. You know, obviously the treatment is, is ongoing, I would think, and the counseling and all of that. I don't think the NFL would leave him high and dry. So I don't know where the problem arose other than what everyone knows and way beyond our pay grades, which is addiction is a, is a powerful thing. You know, I wanted to ask you as well about the Washington quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. Um, you know, they pictures came out with him after the game Sunday night at a strip club without a mask on. So he broke COVID protocol. I don't know if you have any type of similar experience, Andrew, but the question in my mind would be, are you more concerned that he broke protocol and what that means for your team and, you know, he could have infected a bunch of guys on the team or whatever? Or are you more concerned that, wait a minute, this is our first-round pick quarterback and this is the decisions he makes? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I'm more concerned about the immediate future. Like, is he going to be ready <laughs> for Sunday? Uh, you know, if you're a team, that's what you're looking at. This is a team that can clinch the division against an opponent they're favored over on Sunday. Think about that. Um, and then you immediately go to, well, what's Alex Smith's status, right? So this is not a good look. Uh, but I will say this, Ross. Hey, take away COVID. We know players go to strip clubs. If there was a fine or discipline for that, you know, half the league would be in trouble. But the maskless part, the gathering part, that's more of a concern. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is a big decision for this team going forward. Who plays quarterback? Is it him? Is it Alex Smith? Is it Kyle Allen? Uh, is it someone else? So I think these are all decisions that go in after the fact, after the season, Ross. But, geez, they got the biggest game in, in their history in years on Sunday. So that's where the focus has to be, with or without Haskins. Last question, Andrew. You had Joe Banner yeah. on the Business of Sports this week. I was not able to listen to it yet, but I'm a big fan of yours, big fan of Joe's. I like that you guys sometimes disagree, too, which I think always makes for interesting, compelling content. What what you have with Joe on the Business of Sports? You know, I just got a, something uh, for my son, uh, a present – Hopefully he doesn't watch this <laughs> master class, which is these great, uh, these great lectures. This is a master class for anyone interested in the business of sports, running teams, dealing with cap contracts. Joe and I chop it up for an hour about a lot of things. Obviously we'd get into the Wentz thing. There is some disagreement there, Ross. So I'll just tease everybody with that, but how to manage a team, how to manage a cap, how to manage players, what he thinks about the league this year and their management of COVID, what we think going forward on how to deal with post-COVID. Uh, this is really something I think people should listen to. It's a holiday gift from Joe and I, a master class. So this week's Business of Sports with Joe Banner.
please listen. Thank you, Andrew. Namaste. Hey, football fans. Are you an Amazon Prime member? This holiday weekend, Amazon Prime Video is the place to watch the NFL live with back-to-back games. On Friday, Christmas Day, the Vikings take on the Saints in an NFL Christmas special. Then on Saturday, the 49ers face the Cardinals in a divisional showdown only on Prime Video. Not an Amazon Prime member? Don't worry. Sign up for a 30-day free trial and you'll get both games. And you can catch all the action on any device almost anywhere in the world. So this holiday weekend, relax, tune in, and enjoy the NFL on Prime Video. Friday, Vikings, Saints. Saturday, Niners, Cardinals. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. Eastern for both games with kickoff at 4.30, both on Prime Video. Friday's game is also available on NFL Network and Fox, simulcast subject to change, presented by Bud Light Platinum, also available on mobile and in select markets. Tux Takes. Let's start today, Ross, with uh, Dwayne Haskins. You and Andrew already talked about it. The Washington quarterback broke the COVID protocol by being pictured without a mask at a strip club after the team's loss to the Seahawks. So I, I don't I don't think it's going to happen for Haskins in the NFL, Bry. Uh, he he just strikes me as being very very immature, and you heard a lot of these concerns about Haskins, his family, you know, his dad. He started to hear those type of things before the draft. Washington takes him. Then last year you hear he didn't really always know what he was doing, didn't have the work ethic you're looking for. That was leaking out from Jay Gruden's camp, Jay Gruden's coaching staff. Everybody said, oh, my gosh, Jay Gruden, just stop making excuses. Well, now it's a second coaching staff where – you're hearing the same things. You know, after Alex Smith couldn't play, they this is an opportunity for Haskins to prove he could work hard, be there early, stay late, prove he knew the offense. I don't know if that really happened last week. I don't know if it happened, you know, in the game. But, you know, he had the year before where they were going to win a game and he was taking a selfie rather than taking a knee. Now he's got going to a a, a strip club without a mask. He just doesn't seem to get it. And at that position, you really need to get it. And, you know, maybe maybe, um, maybe he's just immature and maybe he will mature. But at this point, we're talking like three, four, five different things. I mean, he already was fined earlier in the year for breaking COVID protocol, right? So he just doesn't seem to get it. And it doesn't seem like he really wants to get it which is making the decision of Ron Rivera to move on to Alex Smith makes so much more sense now. Tux takes. Meanwhile, as you discussed with Andrew, wide receiver Josh Gordon is not going to be eligible to play for the Seahawks because he did not pass all of those conditional criteria. Right. And Andrew didn't really answer this. I guess the question is, Bri, because I've seen Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk saying, the NFL shouldn't care what guys do in their private lives. You know, what you do at your own house or whatever is up to you. And if it's not a performance-enhancing drug, then let him play. And if it's that bad, it will affect his performance and he'll be out of the league that way. 
I guess the flip side, the counter argument to that would be the NFL wants to be able to help people that have some sort of addiction. Like they, they want to be able to help somebody that has a problem. And unless they're testing for these other drugs, then they can't help that person if they have a problem. And they don't want someone to have something really bad happen or, you know, something really bad while they're on an NFL team or just in general in their lives. I guess you can make arguments either way. I don't know that I have a strong opinion of it either way. I guess I would say I feel like, I guess I wonder at what point, it's probably not even the league, it's at what point will the teams say, okay, we've given this guy multiple opportunities. It's a really sad, unfortunate situation. Um, He's got an addiction that he just can't kick and we can't continue to expend resources to help him with the hope that we get some return on that investment. We didn't get to talk about this yesterday, Ross, but Hall of Famer Kevin Green passed away at the age of 58 on Monday. This hurt. Uh, This this hurt me because I've, I've talked with Kevin in person multiple times. I've talked with him on the radio multiple times. He is awesome. He is a man's man. You know, you're talking about a guy that enlisted in the Army after high school and became a captain, was a paratrooper, went to Auburn, walked on at Auburn, still did the ROTC, so he was still in the service, goes on to have a great career at Auburn, goes to the NFL, third most sacks in NFL history, He had like seven or eight seasons in his 30s where he had double-digit sacks, which is just unheard of. And every time, like you know, after the Kaepernick thing, I remember talking to him about it on the radio. I just have so much respect for the man that he was, his service to the United States, and never heard anybody say a bad word about him. Never heard anybody say a single bad word about him. Loved the way he played the game. Very, very sad to hear of his passing. Age 58, that seems so young to me now. And I have not seen what happened. Um, but obviously, I guess like anybody else, I'm, I'm curious to a guy that seems healthy at 58, you know, passing away. Thoughts and prayers, obviously, with his family. And some other notes uh, for today include the Browns losing lineman Chris Hubbard for the season. Pro Bowl rosters are out and the new interview policy for head coaches in the NFL. Two of those items uh, you already spoke with Andrew about. Right. I I barely, I mean, I just glance at the Pro Bowl rosters now, Bri. I feel like with every passing year, it means less and less. And I really looked at it to see which guys for the Saints and Vikings made the Pro Bowl since I'm doing that game on Friday. Um, as for Hubbard, that's a big loss. He's their sixth man at basically every spot other than center. And Wyatt Teller, they're starting right guards already out. So losing Hubbard is a big deal for the Browns. Now they've got rookie Nick Harris. We'll have to hold it down at right guard until Teller's back. And the new interview policy makes perfect sense to me. If you're a team, you can then decide, would you rather have your guy do the interview week 17 or 
wild card weekend or whatever, it at least gives them some sort of option there. And if you're just doing Zoom anyway, it would seem to me like it makes uh, a ton of sense, a ton of sense. So I kind of like that. I kind of like that idea. Um, I also like when some people go to the shop tab, Bry, at RossTucker.com because they know what's up and they want to get something for themselves or for someone else. Probably too late for Christmas, but you can still order it for somebody and then just say, hey, I ordered this. It's not here yet, but it will be arriving. I think that's pretty cool. Shop tab at RossTucker.com. I also think that'll do it for today's Ross Tucker football podcast. How about the GC? Greg Cosell tomorrow, which will be glorious, as it always is. You already can listen to all the other shows. Even Money's up. I had a lot of bets this week. Fantasy Feast is up. Joe Dolan was awesome. Hopefully some of you guys are in your championships. College drafts going over some of these bowls. With Emery Hunt was amazing. Shout-outs in order to Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics, With an X, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.